What do I mean by receiving the covering of God? What I mean is receiving the grace of God. Because when we receive the grace of God, it enables us to grow deeper and further in our relationship with God, to grow in our intimacy with God. Welcome to the podcast, the place where we want to make God known. I've been on break for a couple of weeks. I have been resting and wow, how refreshing it was. I'm a true believer that the more you rest, the more effective you can become. And so that's where I've been. If all of you have been wondering, or if you are curious, I've been resting. I've been getting some rest and it's been so, so good. A couple weeks ago, there was an individual that DM me and asked me to define what intimacy with the Lord is. And so today I've crafted and I've created this podcast for my Make God Known family on what it means to be intimate with the Lord. But I'm also going to give you guys practical tips on how to be intimate with the Lord. And so without further delay, let's get straight into today's podcast. Before we talk about how, let's first talk about what. What does it mean to be intimate with the Lord? I'm going to direct your attention to the very first book of the Bible, Genesis. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 23 to 25, I believe, we see a wedding taking place between Adam and Eve. As you guys know the story, God puts Adam to rest. God does surgery, takes Eve from his side. Adam wakes up. God presents Eve to Adam. And Adam exclaims, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. And then it continues to say that this is why the man and the woman leave their parents' home and come together as one. They become one flesh. What I find to be so interesting is what it says after. It says that they were both naked and unashamed. The very first quality that we see taking place in their marriage is that they were both naked and unashamed. Let's fast forward now to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 32. Paul the Apostle had a revelation of why God created marriage, or at least one of the reasons why God created marriage. And if you read this passage, it says that marriage is meant to be an illustration or a reflection of our relationship or our marriage with Christ. And so I'm going to take this marriage that we see between Adam and Eve taking place, and I'm going to allow that to inform us on what it means to be intimate with the Lord. As I said, the very first quality that we see in their marriage, Adam and Eve, is that they were both naked and unashamed. They are both naked and unashamed. Here's what it means 
to be intimate with the Lord. It is to stand before the Lord in a state of vulnerability as the Lord stands before us completely open and unashamed. If I could say it even in another way, both parties are hiding nothing. They are being fully known by God as God gets to fully know and see them. That is what it means to be intimate with the Lord. It is to stand before the Lord in a state of complete openness, in a state of complete vulnerability. When we talk about being naked, it's a metaphor for being completely transparent and open with the Lord. As the Lord is completely open, transparent, vulnerable with us. That's what it means to be intimate with the Lord. So now that we covered what it means to be intimate, first part being naked, let's talk about being unashamed. I believe the reason why they were unashamed is because they were covered in God's glory. They would walk with God. They had relationship with God in Eden, which means the delight of God's presence. If I could point you to an example, I love the story of Moses when he goes up to Mount Sinai and he's in the glory, he's in the presence of God. When he comes back down, the Bible says that he was shining with the light and the glory of God. Why? Because he was just in God's glory and God's presence. So much so that the people couldn't even look at Moses because he was shining so bright. He was covered in the glory of God's presence. If I could point you to another example, Jesus, he transfigures and there Moses and Elijah are right beside him. But the Bible says that his clothing shines so bright, like the brightest of white that you could ever see. And his face shined as well. He was covered in God's glory. And in the same way, this is what I believe was taking place in the Garden of Eden. Both Adam and Eve were naked, but yet they were covered in God's glory. That's why they were unashamed. When we hear the word glory, we hear a lot of things. We attribute the word glory to mean many things, but let's talk about the biblical definition of glory. When you actually go back to the original Hebrew word for the word glory, when the Hebrew writers would write that word, that word means weight. It's the weight of something, or if I could say it this way, it's the weight of someone, the weight of someone. So when we talk about God's glory, we're talking about the weight of who God is, his attributes, his character. And here's some to point out a few. His love, his mercy, his compassion, his grace, his justice, and on and on the list goes. So when we talk about Adam and Eve being clothed in God's glory, they were clothed in his mercy. They were clothed in his love. They were clothed with God's righteousness. 
they were clothed in him. And that's why they were unashamed. And that's why as New Testament believers, we could truly and honestly say this, that yet when we are weak before the Lord, or yet when we sin, God's grace covers us. His mercy covers us. His love covers us. And that way we could be naked, intimate, fully known, open, completely honest, just fully seen by the Lord, and yet covered all at the same time. So now that we talked about what it means to be intimate with the Lord, it means to stand in a state of complete vulnerability as the Lord stands with us completely open and unashamed. Let's now talk about the benefits and the consequences of being intimate with God. Here are the benefits. Number one, you are fully known and you are fully covered, just like what we talked about last time. And it's worth repeating. We are fully known and fully covered. You know how many people out in the world desire to be fully known and not judged? To be fully known and yet fully covered. And the blessing that we have in the Lord, the promise that we have in the Lord, is that God fully sees us, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and yet he covers us. It reminds me of a story in Genesis chapter 9, verse 23. Noah gets intoxicated, drunk, and lays naked. And both of his sons, Shem and Japheth, see their father in his nakedness. And what they decide to do is clothe him and go on about in their day. And I like to see that story, again, as a foreshadow, an illustration of what God, Jesus, has done for us. He sees us in our nakedness. He sees us completely, and yet he covers us. So many people yearn and desire for this. It's why so many people have a hard time being open and vulnerable because they're afraid of rejection. They're afraid they won't get covered. But the blessing and the promise that you and I have, sons and daughters, because you are a son and you are a daughter, is that you are covered in Christ. God's love and mercy covers you entirely. That's number one. Number two, the benefit of being intimate with the Lord is that you don't just know about God, you know God. God's desire and God's heart is for us to know him. John chapter 17, verse three says, to know him, God the Father, and his son whom he has sent is eternal life. It's the desire, it's the heart of the Father. It's to fully know him and not just know about him. To know him means to know what he despises and what he delights in. To know him means to know what he loves and what he hates. To know him means to know his purpose and his plan. To know him means to know God's heart. You don't just know about him, you actually know him. Number three, intimacy with the Lord strengthens your relationship. I love Colossians chapter two, verse six and seven. It says that when we are built and rooted in the Lord, what's the byproduct? Our faith is strengthened. 
our relationship, our belief in God is strengthened. Hear me. This is the way to have a strong relationship with the Lord. It's through the road and the path of intimacy. You want to have a strong relationship with the Lord? You have to be intimate with the Lord. That's number three. And number four is that you overflow with thankfulness. That's one of the benefits of intimacy. Literally in the same verse, Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, the Bible says that your faith will be strengthened, but also you will overflow with gratitude. How many of us want to overflow with gratitude? This is one of the benefits of being intimate with God. When you know who God is in your life and you know what he's done in your life, you cannot help yourself but to say thank you. You cannot help yourself but to live in gratitude. So those are the four benefits of intimacy with the Lord. But the same is true in reverse. The consequences of not being intimate with the Lord, number one, hear me loud and clear, you don't know God and you're not covered by God. Because there are people out there that don't know Jesus and they're actually not covered by the grace of God. They're not known by God, right? And, and they don't know God. But then there are other people out there that have put their faith in Jesus, but they're ignorant of God's covering, okay? So second consequence is that they know about God, but they don't really know God. And when you just know about God, you don't have eternal life right? So we want to know God truly. Number three, the consequence is that you don't have a strong relationship with the Lord if you don't have intimacy with the Lord. And then number four, rather than living in gratitude, you're always going to live in a negative mindset. You're always going to live with a lack. And that's not where God wants you to be. It's not where I want you to be. I want you to be intimate with the Lord for the following benefits that I shared with you prior. Okay, now this is where the rubber hits the road. How do we develop an intimate relationship with God? Tip number one, intimacy with God means to know God through his word. The Bible gives full exposure into who God is. So we want to really get into our word to really know God on an intimate level. I love John chapter one, verse one, it says in the beginning was the word of God, the word was with God and the word was God. The word that John talks about there, he's talking about Jesus, if you read on a little bit further. And when we read the word, we read Jesus. And when we read Jesus, we're reading the word. What did Jesus come to do? Jesus came to reveal the nature of the Father. And so when we read the word of God, when we read Jesus, he's revealing the nature of who God is. So this encourages us to get into our word. This is the most effective tool that God has given us, a gift God has given us to know God's heart and to know him. Tip number two, 
intimacy requires full vulnerability and honesty. I love the way one scholar defines intimacy. He says, into me, see. Into me, see. That's another way of defining intimacy. It's you have to see into me. A lot of us right now, we're so afraid of allowing God to see into us or allowing people to see into us because we're afraid of what they may find. We're afraid of their responses. We're afraid of their reaction. But if we want to build an intimate relationship with God, this is the cost that we have to pay. And I want to encourage each and every single one of us, hear me loud and clear. When you have an intimate relationship with the Father, you will never go rejected, ever. God will bring you in. He'll accept you, but he'll love you so much that he won't leave you the same way that you came in. And so we have to be intimate with God. We have to be open. We have to be honest. We have to be vulnerable. I love Psalms chapter 51, verse 6. It says, but you desire honesty even from the womb. You teach me wisdom even there. I love what David says there because he says that God from the very beginning, from the moment that you were conceived in your mother's womb, he's desired honesty. He's desired for you to be vulnerable and honest with him. But catch this, in that honesty, in that vulnerability, he teaches you wisdom. He teaches you how to think differently. He teaches you how to act differently according to who God is. And so intimacy requires honesty and vulnerability. I want you to invite God to see you, the real you. Tip number three, I want you and I to receive the covering of the Lord so that we could grow in our intimacy with God. What do I mean by receiving the covering of God? What I mean is receiving the grace of God. Because when we receive the grace of God, it enables us to grow deeper and further in our relationship with God, to grow in our intimacy with God. Here's an example for you. Let's just say someone came up to you and gave you a great and awesome gift. But not only that, this person is just overall a great and awesome person. Let me ask you a question. Would you draw further away from that person or would you wanna draw closer to that person? If your response is closer, then that's what it means to receive the covering of the Lord so that you could grow in your intimacy with God. In the same way, God has given us a great gift called grace. And on top of that, we're receiving it from a great and awesome Father, a great and awesome God. And what does that do? It enables us to draw closer to want to know that person more deeper and intimately as opposed to drawing further from that person. And so my encouragement to all of us is receive this grace, receive his love, receive his compassion, 
the way I would like to look at it is just to stand under the rain of God's compassion and love and mercy towards you and I. And I believe that the more we could do that, the more nearer we could draw to God. So I want to leave you guys to a call to action. I encourage you throughout this week, whether it be in the morning, afternoon, or in the evening, I encourage you to do it in the morning because there's no better way to start off your day than with the Lord. I encourage you, carve out some time to be intimate with God. And I'm going to remind you guys of what that means. Number one is read the word of God, read into the scriptures and ask yourself, what does this teach me about who God is and his character? Number two is I want you to be completely honest and vulnerable with God in your time with him. If you're feeling anxious, I want you to be open with the Lord to reveal that to him. If you're feeling angry, reveal that. If you're feeling sad, reveal that. If you feel like you're not desiring for God as much as you used to, be open with the Lord. Have a conversation with the Lord about that. In essence, the principle is just be open, be vulnerable with him. Don't hide anything with the Lord. And then number three is to receive the grace of God, receive his compassion, receive the truth of God's word and his promises towards you and I. And I believe that when we begin to live in that way, we could grow in our intimacy with the Lord. Well, that's it for me, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's podcast. I encourage you, if this gave you any value, do me a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're listening to all of our, any of our audio podcasts, Spotify or Apple podcasts, follow the podcast and do me another favor, share it with other people if it gave you value. Engage with me, communicate with me just to let me know how I am doing. And that way we could begin to grow this family and grow this podcast even more. All right, guys, just like I say each and every single week, I want you to know God and make God known. Love you guys. Ciao.